ریسرچ <laughs> of equities at Kotak Mutual Fund. So, Shivani, welcome to the show. Hi, and thank you for having me on the show. Uh, what do you think is uh, this crude going to impact markets right now? So, yes, uh, clearly the crude impact is because of the geopolitical events that have mm-hmm. been unfolding over the last few days. Mm-hmm. But however, if we look at crude from a demand perspective, demand continues to remain muted. Mm-hmm. So, we, our belief is that some of the production cuts that you are seeing will possibly come back up over the next few weeks and you will see price, prices starting to moderate from the high levels that are there today. Mm. However, uh, given the fact that these geopolitical events have occurred, there is possibility that there will be some risk premium that gets built into mm. crude oil prices. Mm. However, this kind of sharp rise will possibly start to moderate. Mm. As I said, the overall demand environment per se is still muted. Right. So, we do expect that some of the production cuts uh, will start getting moderated and you will start seeing supply coming back on right. track yeah. over the next few weeks. Yeah. However, it will still take some time for the entire impact to get negated right. and overall we'll still have to monitor the situation in the Middle East very closely right. given the kind of impact that you've seen yeah. over the last few days. Mm-hmm. But uh, right now we're in a situation where our currency uh, is uh, depreciating. It had yes. fallen around 4% in the month of August. Crude is rising. So these are two Uh, very negative uh, for the markets. Uh, so how do you think this, these two factors are going to impact markets going forward? So if you look at typically uh, the kind of given the fact that India is a current account deficit economy, mm-hmm. our view is that currency on an average should depreciate by about 2-3% to every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is what we've been building in. Of course this near term sharp impact because of crude oil has an impact on currency as well. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the current account deficit today, our expectation is it should be anywhere in the range of 22 to 2.3% of mm-hmm. GDP. Mm-hmm. And given this kind of uh, debt, Uh, a deficit, we do expect to see some sort of depreciation of the rupee. However, uh, what needs to be clearly monitored is how China really reacts to the trade wars mm-hmm. and if there is a sharp further depreciation of the Chinese currency, mm-hmm. that could have an impact on the Indian currency as well. Right. So at this point in time, we are building in mild structured depreciation of the currency. Okay. Also remember, we have adequate forex reserves. Mm-hmm. So if there is mild fluctuation and volatility, these forex reserves can be used to stem the kind of volatility if at all it occurs. Mm-hmm. But overall, yes, currency should depreciate uh, on a structured basis mm. by 2-3% on an average annual basis. Okay, But uh, these two are also important factors as far as the earnings of companies go because sure. there are companies which are dependent on crude as their raw material and of course rupee for the export companies. Uh, do you Have you all build a, build in a, a, a cut in the earnings for this quarter? You know when we look at earnings as a whole, uh, the market uh, at the beginning of the year on a consensus basis was factoring in anywhere between 23 to 25 percent earnings growth. Yeah. We as a house were looking at about 15 to 18 percent earnings growth for FI20 from a nifty perspective. Mm. 
post the first quarter numbers it was clear that there was need to moderate earnings mm. growth and today if you look at consensus numbers that would be in the range of 18 to 20% okay our view is that for the full year fi20 you will possibly end up between 10 to 12% earnings growth okay uh, there are few key factors which we really need to watch out for of course the currency is uh, something that you spoke about mm. but we've also been building in a mild depreciation in our numbers as it is okay. uh, on the crude like i said earlier uh, we do expect that some of the sharp spike that you've seen mm. will start getting moderated and you will see more moderate levels on the crude so we are not really worried from a longer term perspective mm-hmm. on crude what is worrying a little bit is the delay in terms of resolution where banks are concerned and mm. large uh, non performing loans mm. If you look at the earnings delta a large part of the earnings delta for FI20 is coming from the banking sector right. and if there is a delay in resolution mm-hmm. also certain new NPLs coming mm-hmm. that means that some of the earnings for the banks will have to get cut mm-hmm. and that is where we are seeing the impact on the earnings okay. for FI20 as as a whole okay. uh, we do expect that there will be some more moderation from a consensus perspective mm-hmm. and overall it will possibly end up at about 10 12% earnings for FI20 yes okay. but in the last few days uh, uh, the government has kind of announced a series of stimulus uh, yes. package for different sectors the recent one is about the real estate sector and uh, kind of uh, those measures are basically to boost the sector you think the real estate stocks or the or the economy will get boosted by this because of course like you mentioned yes. banks are related to it yes so i think the government is doing the right thing in taking structural steps mm. to improve the economy clearly there is a growth slowdown which is already visible in terms of numbers however remember the government has to walk a very tight balancing act right. between the fiscal deficit on one hand mm. clearly given the fact that tax collections are not up to the mark mm. and also to revive the economy mm. so the steps that have been taken by the government so far are largely structural in nature the impact will not be very short term okay. it will be felt over the medium or the long term okay. i think what you spoke on the real estate side is important specifically the announcement where they are talking about a fund in order to kick start some of the, the stall projects plus 20000 crores mm. i think that is going to be an important step mm-hmm. if it can be rolled out in a more effective manner it mm-hmm. will help alleviate some of the pain that the real estate companies are facing however clearly at this point in time uh, the government really needs to focus on structural steps to ensure that liquidity is ample mm-hmm. rbi is clearly doing their bit in terms mm-hmm. of cutting rates and mm-hmm. our expectations are that there will be few more rate cuts mm-hmm. down the line systemic liquidity has improved mm-hmm. however there is risk aversion right. in the system so till until and unless that risk aversion goes away uh, money flow to certain stress sectors will not improve and i think you need to keep on doing more in order to take away that risk aversion so that you see more normalized money mm. flow to those stress but when do you see this normalization of money it flow? will take some time and like i said the government is doing their bit i think a little bit more needs to be done mm-hmm. along those lines so that money flow becomes a more normalized level mm. so far uh, the systemic liquidity has improved mm. clearly rbi doing their bit uh, but again like i said the money is still going to Uh, a few certain sectors right. and not, not going to the spread. it's not widespread yes right. so with all this uh, you know factors that you just mentioned also the negative factors uh, where do you see uh, the the stock market is going ahead because it's been a very volatile session yes. for uh, indian markets particularly uh, so where do you see markets going ahead 
so i think some of the volatility will possibly continue mm. uh, there are global issues which we still have to contend with domestic growth slowdown is also visible mm. and we'll have to like i said the structural measures will have an impact over the medium to long term so you will still have to contend with some of the domestic issues along with the earnings revisions which mm. are likely however our view is if you look at the markets and all of last year mm. the part of the market which really remains strong was the large caps and right. within that a few specific large caps right. opportunity today lies in the mid cap and the small cap segment okay. and our view is that if you look at valuations mm-hmm. uh, of mid caps on a one year forward earnings mm-hmm. basis vis-a-vis the large caps mm-hmm. mid caps today are trading at levels which are below 2014 levels mm-hmm. and therefore this is an opportunity if you have a slightly longer so term horizon so cheaper valuations and hence opportunity to buy. cheaper valuations stocks have not performed mm-hmm. in fact uh, what we are saying is there are high quality mid cap companies where growth is fairly stable mm-hmm. which are generating operating cash which are still available at reasonable valuation mm-hmm. and this is possibly the right time to mm-hmm. look at some of those companies in those sectors mm-hmm. two things that we will not compromise on is quality mm-hmm. and also we will look at return on equity right. and therefore uh, within this parameter we still find a lot of opportunity in the mid and the small cap space right. and i think over the next two year period this would be the segment to really watch out for that's very interesting a very contra- bad because mid caps have been underperforming yes. last two years thanks shivani so kotak mutual fund expects that volatility in the markets may continue for some more time crude increase in crude prices may also have its impact on the earnings going forward which is already revised downwards because of various factors that we just mentioned we'll have to wait and watch how the market pans out and if the volatility still persists This was a Livement production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.